Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And my name is Niles Payne. And we are here today in this very closet for you, for all of you, for ourselves, your fuck buddies. One day only. <sighs> my body. Are you still recovering from the weekend? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, now I was at a bachelor party all weekend. Yeah, it's the first drop of drink I've had since then. That's uh, it's not true. You had a little bit of my beer on Monday. I had a like twenty ounces or twenty mils. Yeah, twenty ounces, exactly. You had yeah. a whole pint. I I wish I would not. A- I was barely able to eat the pizza. I almost dropped my pizza on the subway. Oh, how sad would you have been? Oh man, I would have laughed so hard, but I also would have cried because uh, I like got down, I sat down, I put it beside me, and I was like, oh fuck, I gotta like pay and then my card wouldn't work on the thing beside me so i stood up and like i don't even know what happened but like clipped the box the box like flipped over opened up and like the pizza like crumpled against itself and that's the only way it wedged and didn't come Mm. out and i was just like oh my god holy shit holy shit uh if you hear us say that and or anything else inexplicable in this episode uh don't worry It'll all come to light pretty soon. Yeah, unless it's a, a complete bag of shit. Um, <laughs> when I edit it, Nile and I did a thing today, and it's uh, something we normally don't do. Yeah, something we've never done. No, um, and it was a lot of fun. It, it was a lot of fun. So hopefully, it, we can turn it into an actual product that yeah. we can we can share with you. Um, and if not, then you'll just have to listen to us make holy obs- shit. Uh, yeah, make obscure references to something you'll never know. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, uh, do you want to help me play a prank on my sister? <laughs> oh boy! If my sister is listening, that is a joke. I'm not pranking you. That's part of the prank. Shh. Uh, yeah, let's go. You kick let's it into do it. Here. Let's do it. Um, this is posted by Big Boss Man Five Thirty Eight. Uh, the question is confidence as it pertains to dating. Okay. I think I overthink the confidence thing. Is it a state of mind? Just telling yourself not to look sad or whatever so people don't think you're a loser? <laughs> is that it? Please tell me that's the whole question. That is the whole question. Oh, man. that That's actually the dictionary definition of uh, confidence. Like, tricking yourself so you don't look sad. Or whatever. Or whatever. That's, yeah. Like, so that, but here's, here's the thing. It's the last couple words. So people don't think you're a loser. But here's the thing: it's like confident is not thinking you are a loser, and also it's like it's it's not confidence is being like self assured that even if you are a loser, you're you own it, and if Mm. people think you're a loser, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Um, Also, one man's loser is another man's winner. Yeah, I mean, like I'm sure there are people who, depending on what day they like watched or or, like snuck in on our lives, like if you came in on a Monday. We're playing D and D hardcore yeah. or Pathfinder, but you know to the to the point where we now have character voices and oh, accents. Yeah, we finally do. I even told someone today. I was like, we we're talking about something. Actually, it was pretty funny because uh, someone in work kind of like kindly or like lovingly referred to someone else like what a dork. But I thought they were like what a dwarf, and I was like, what? <laughs> like it's the best way to just casually, especially this girl's quite tall. Um, but turns out she meant dork, and I was like, oh, I'm currently playing a dwarf who's been turned into a woman, and they were like, ha, 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 like, for, like, how long is that going for? I was like, yeah, four years, and they were like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the best, and they were like, that'd be terrible. I'm like, no, you'd love it if you were there. Yep. So good. But yeah, like, we're, like I write fantasy novels. 
You think yeah. I'm cool? Yeah, I, I I'm mean, this thing. Real cool. It's, but but it, like, if you want to boil down confidence when it comes to dating, it's it's like it's more of a a self assuredness. It's yeah. it's about like knowing who you are and knowing what you're about and being okay with it and and being like, hey, this is this is my thing. Mm-hmm. And and if and if you're willing to, you know what I mean? Like, don't make your hobbies and shit your personality. I think we've talked about that before. Like, like the only thing that matters to me isn't my Pathfinder character. Yeah. Um, where like, I know some people who are like, I'm an anime fan, so like everything I do is mm-hmm. revolves around anime. It's like, that's a bit much and you can be, you can and be like, confident whatever. about that. If, if you are so into something that that is what you want to do, that's fine. But you do, you do need to kind of realize that that will color people's, like, because yeah. I don't think a lot of people can be with people who are just like, this is me. Oh, cool. What else? No, no, this. This yeah, is yeah. it. Ev- everything no. is that one thing. Exactly. Like, that. that's a lot. But whatever. If that's your thing, go ahead. Yeah. But you need we've... to be be cool with your shit, no matter what it is. And we talked about this before, but, like, there's nothing cooler than, like, someone being super pumped. Like, a friend of mine is into making, like, miniature models. Fucking sick. Like, it's so cool. The fact that, like, she's really into it, and she does a really good job of it, and, like, she's passionate about that, and, like... She wasn't afraid to, like, show them to us and, like, talk about it. And, like, yeah, that's amazing. I love it. It's so much better than someone just being, like, top 40 in Netflix. Yeah. Love it. It's it's like, like, what do you like to do? Uh, you know, hang out with friends? Hang out with buds. I was like, well, yeah. yes, what do you do while you're hanging out with friends? What is the thing you're doing? At top and 40 in Netflix. And that's the thing. It's, like, I would, I would 100% rather hang out with someone who does, like, a quote-unquote, like, fringe like nerdy mm-hmm. thing then yeah. just listen to you talk about what you did at the cottage last weekend how hammered you were wow thanks <laughs> you know what i mean but like if it's like everyone if every if the only thing you do is just get hammered with your friends mm-hmm. it's like you're you're about as interesting someone as someone who only watches you know old horror movies like if I will say old horror movie watching is a lot more interesting than that. For sure. But I mean, like, you can only listen to someone talk about the same one yeah, subject. No, I, I know. You, like, you need to, like, people are, like, in general, just diverse. Like, I don't, it's very rare, I think, to find people who are literally just, this is me, one thing. Yeah. Uh, people have a lot of facets to them, but people repress or hide or exaggerate other facets to 100%. put forward certain images, which is pretty much, like, one, not confident, and two... Like the the equivalent of like wounding yourself before you go on a date because you're gonna have to limp that pretense through the entire date and people can smell the blood like they'll actually pick up on it whether or not they'll do it consciously or not but like when you're talking to someone who's passionate about something you can't help but feel that yeah. but conversely if you're talking to someone who's just like putting forward this bullshit or like really like suppressing one part or really you know mm-hmm. like that one person was gonna pretend they knew shit about football it's like. Yeah, people are gonna know, and it's gonna people, suck. Yeah, people know that. Yeah, it's not gonna be good for you. Um, yeah, but and like just confidence in general is, it is a learnable skill. It's mm-hmm. something that you can definitely teach yourself, and it's something that you have to. Something you need to work on. You foster in yourself. Um, it's not just. I mean, for some people, uh, for me, for sure, it was. It was almost like just flipping a switch. Um, where I was just kind of like, I just kind of got like over. You okay, buddy? Yeah. Um, you don't have to drink it. <laughs> I've already put my lip holes to it. I know, but like, I'm okay with calling that a waste. This sweet, sweet alcohol is flooding my system now, and I feel glorious. <laughs> um, I'm I don't remember what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> uh, you were talking about 
why you hid all our booze away for this episode. Yeah. Um, you asked me to join your gang. <laughs> uh, we have jackets. Anyway, just just fucking. Oh, what I was saying was like it, it's not a, a flip switch thing that you can just be like, I'm confident mm-hmm. now. I think um, you were saying it was a flip switch for you, though. But, like, it's one of those things where, like, sometimes you can just wake up and just be like, no, this is who I am. Well, that's the thing. You need to, I think, like, you will grow into yourself. Like, everyone's going to be a little awkward, a little weird, a little finding themselves, a little trying too hard yeah. when they're teenagers, you know. You just can't let that continue, and you need to realize that, like, the less you do of that, the better. Like, I used to, like, be scared about telling people that, one, I loved fantasy books, and two, that I wrote. In general, let alone writing fantasy books. Yeah. Um, and I still tell people that, and they still, a lot of people give me that look, but the fact that I don't care about it means they don't care about it like yeah. that. And if they care, I don't give a fuck, because that's all I really need to know about them, right? Yep. Someone's like, oh, that's lame. I'm like, one, you're an idiot, because you probably watch Game of Thrones, but two, fuck you. Yeah. And this thing, it's like, there's there's a lot of things uh, that you can sort of like... It's one of the, if you have a insecurity that sort of like chips away at your confidence, uh, nine times out of ten, there's something you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like some people are like, oh, I don't like my teeth. Or, like there are mm-hmm. some things that are, are a little more difficult because like mm-hmm. fixing that shit's really expensive. Yeah. Um, but like if you're insecure about your weight or like, you know, I mean, things like that, it's like you can fix that. Yeah. It, it's 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 a, like it's it's not, a tough it's not start. It's easy, but it's yeah. like. Um, it's easily like startable like i think the commitment is the hard part whereas like you can get up and you can walk down the street and that's exercise or you can run or you can like you know start making your diet a little bit more healthy or you know there are a bundle of things that are going to lead you to whatever you're you know yeah um you, you can work on it you can fix that and the thing is like if you can fix it why not and if you can't you don't really have a choice but to get the fuck over it like right like you're you and like even people who like they're like oh, I don't like myself. I hate myself. Well, tough shit. You're not you can't get a self transplant. Yeah. You're still you and you've two choices and that's be fucking miserable or get the fuck over it. Yeah. And also you can be whoever you want to be really. Yep. You know. Yeah, it's Like there's there's nothing there's no part of you that's like unchangeable that like matters. And and right? people have a direct effect on your confidence too. If you surround yourself with people who are constantly like belittling you mm-hmm. and, and insulting you or sort of like disrespecting you in any sort yeah. of way, it might just be worth it to be like, hey, I'm I guess I'm just gonna start start from scratch and, yeah, be, and you know what I mean? And kind of zero out for a second and just be like, Yeah, it sucks that I don't have friends, but those mm-hmm. weren't your friends. To, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if people are actively working against your confidence, they're not your friends. Not no matter no matter what what you've been through together, no matter what you think they mean to you, if people aren't supporting you and yeah. like pushing you up, they're not your friends. Yeah, and not, that's a hard. I don't think there's an exception to that rule. Not being needled is definitely better than just being constantly fucking pricked at by people. Mm-hmm. Um, so get the fuck out of there, and like, it's gonna feel great. Like if you ever yeah. do it, like seriously. But I, I also think like one important thing to do is like. And this might sound weird, but, like, a good way of becoming confident is to, like, treat other people the way you would want to be treated. You know what I mean? So if someone's like, hey, I'm really into anime, and you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, tell me a bit about it or something. Like, when you can accept other people's shit, I feel like you're going to be a lot less worried about them accepting your shit. And also, if you can't accept their shit, and you're being a hypocrite or an asshole. Yeah. I I think... uh, Within reason. A very big part of, like, being confident is 
having that sort of open door policy because mm-hmm. it, it tends to be people if you're willing to accept people and like engage in people and, and open up to people yeah i i think that's like probably the number one sign of someone mm-hmm. who's confident is also, to i think even just like being nice to people yeah like, a lot of people find that very hard like they find like they're putting themselves in a position of weakness or whatever and it's like be nice to people be accepting to people be what you would want people to be to you and like if they don't take it fuck it but that's the thing about being confident is you it doesn't matter you're yeah. out there and once you're happy with what you're doing you know which yeah. hopefully is a good thing hopefully you're doing some good stuff yeah it, it's very strange like a lot of people see like assholes as confident no but and it's, it's like, like that's, the opposite that's of confidence error, yeah there's usually like people who act like assholes or dicks are usually compensating for an insecurity mm-hmm. like almost always you know oh, yeah I mean? it's, it's, it's like it's an very aggressive rare that like, someone... front that because if you're pushing people away and like keeping them in this like defensive kind of combatant stance or you're just like hammering them mm-hmm. down you're stepping on them and you're you know getting above them and in your own mind anyway yeah. so then no one's going to realize that like you have all your insecurities and your weaknesses and shit because everyone's always too distracted with the other shit yep whereas like if those people were to be nice and to put themselves on even an equal footing with somebody else or even below them like by helping them out or anything they would fucking be terrified of that yeah yeah. Um, and there is there is the danger of like going too far, and that's usually like the fake confidence, or like when people are like, "I'm going to be more confident," and then they start acting like an ass. Like, yeah, that's not confidence. That becomes arrogance, um, and then and that's not an attractive mm-hmm. quality. And I I know there are a lot of people who fall for it, and a lot of people who sort of like blend those two lines. That's why yeah. fucking uh, negging was is like a thing that exists in in the consciousness of the world is is because like that arrogance sort of like is a really really good convincing mask for confidence yeah um to the general public so like if you've got to find like a truth for yourself mm-hmm. and then also find the the ability to like you said accept the truth of others and yeah. and that i think fosters a very very good mm-hmm. persona and era of con- or, uh, confidence yeah you need to like be able to rely on yourself yeah you know and that that's a confidence so if you know like you know you're like i don't know like you're a good person and you know that like in any given situation you're still going to be that person like you're going to be still polite to that person or like help that person like lift their fucking groceries onto the subway yeah. or like something like that if you know you can rely on you then you can be confident in yourself if you know that, fuck, you're going down the road and this person might be really into sports, you have to pretend you are and you can't be into computer games. Um, but then later on, you might be somewhere where everyone likes computer games. You have to pretend you never liked sport. Like, you can't rely on yourself because mm. you don't know who the fuck you're going to be in an hour. So you don't know how well you're going to do in that situation because it's a different you every fucking place you go. Yep. That's not being confident. That's being like, shit, I hope they, I hope I'm good at lying about whatever they're into. Yeah. Um, I think a good exercise, and and if you suffer from low confidence, uh, make one good choice for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whether that's skipping the fast food meal and, like, making dinner at home. Mm -hmm. Whether, like, it doesn't have to be a fucking salad. Just, like, home cooking a meal will will do good things for you. You know what I mean? Or go for a run. Or even if it's just something as simple as, like, if people are talking about something that you find shitty. Like, if someone's mm-hmm. telling, like, a racist joke or a homophobic joke, mm-hmm. you don't have to, like, go as far as to, like, stand up and deliver a rousing speech. across the face. You can, you can just leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be a part of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, if once you start respecting yourself and, like, giving your... Like, making good choices for yourself, mm-hmm. 
um, you'll find that your confidence goes up because it's empowering yeah. to take care of yourself. Because like, it, not taking care of yourself is one of the easiest things to do. Yeah. Um, and it's nine times out of ten, it's like, yeah, you tend to sort of like care about the people around you. Yeah. Um, at the cost of yourself. Just think about me drinking too much on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's also because I have an issue. And, and like everyone has... <laughs> um, everyone has their own like lapses in confidence like yeah. no one is I mean maybe there's that one person but like no one's perfect all the time mm-hmm. right? I do I do think one really good thing to do as well is to if you're in a situation where someone mentions like a band or a movie or anything that you would usually kind of nod and oh yeah yeah I know them just be like oh who's that yeah because like it's so easy it's so easy to just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I know them. And just, like, yeah. shrug it off and continue and whatever. But, like, or they're one, like, I've, I've seen a little bit of it. Or, like, yeah. I, I think I've heard them. Oh, I, I don't know yeah. them too well. Just be, like, even if it's something, like, that you should have fucking seen. Like, even if it's something you said before you've seen. Yeah. Just be like, oh, no. And then, like, what one, better is, like, one, that's empowering, that's pretty fucking confident. But, two, you're going to have a better conversation because yeah. they're going to then be like, oh, this thing, and you can be like, oh, now that I know more, I can either weigh in or, oh, maybe I'll look into it or something. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, oh, you know these things? Yeah. Okay. And especially, like, if we're going back to dating, if it's a first date. Oh, my God. Getting people to talk about the things they care about. That's fucking key. It, it's, it's, it takes all the pressure off of you to, like, and you, you know what I mean? You don't learn about You don't them. have to worry about, like, that, that weird, like, what do I say? What do I say? Mm-hmm. You get out of that interview mode and people, people are willing to talk about the things that matter to them. So oh, like, it's hard to yeah. stop them. That's the thing. It's like, so if you, if someone mentions like, I went to the a concert you know, and you're like, oh, I've never heard of them. Like, what do they play? It's yeah. like, t- that opens up the door. And even if they're like, you don't know fucking Kings of Leon? You could be like, I, I've heard the name, I guess, but like, I don't yeah, fucking know. I don't know a thing about them. They're not going to be like, oh, you're a weirdo, I'm gone. It's going to be like an interesting quirk. And then they get to tell you and maybe introduce them to you. It's great. Yep. It's fucking, that's the shit. It's all built on. Ugh. So yeah, don't overthink confidence. Just, uh, just embrace yourself. But man. don't think about it too little. Don't, don't forget about it. Don't, no. Don't Up, just. Think about more. A little bit Too more. much. No, it's too, too much. Too much. Gee, Come on. Um, so it's, don't over. It's like a teeter-totter. Yeah. Or a scale. Just top think it. Yeah. Don't under, don't over, just top think. Yeah. Right now. You no, there? Just... All right, work wait, on it. Work wait, on what it. was that? Oh, you don't know how to top think? You did it. Perfect. <laughs> we did. love you. Nailed it. You're more confident than us now. Can you help us? We're, we need to be more confident podcasters. <laughs> so this is by user SwagSwag1000. Oh, no. Uh, guess the question. How do we get my swagger back? Um, why do you think people don't want guys to be taught game? And yes, this is from the Seduction Reddit. God damn it. And uh, also... Basically, like, what I want is the initial shit because the person effectively said that being a pickup artist was better for women. Mm-hmm. Can't um, argue that. Yeah. <laughs> Just having a bunch of men, like, catcalling you and dragging you into corners. Uh, but, damn, why don't, why don't people want men to be talk game? See, it's weird because, like, I would love to know who he thinks doesn't want men to be taught game if his stance is... It's better for women. Because you'd think that if women didn't want men to mm-hmm. learn game, they wouldn't care. Because oh, yeah. it's better for them. Or or are women just too stupid to realize how good game is for That's them? That's the thing. He feels that nobody knows what game is. All par from PUAs, pickup artists. 
Um, and just like, how? How doesn't the world know? Also, I'm pretty sure that like, pickup artist is like a bad, like even within that community, oh, really? I don't think they call I themselves pickup artists. I don't know artists. their shit. I think they've pretty realized. Sure they do. They say P way all the time. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I again, I have not delved nearly as oh, much. There, some people are quoting him down below. So, uh, oh, I, I think his various things in no particular order. He said, "Mainstream teaches guys bullshit, makes them pussies, and then girls complain about no good guys." Truth is simple. Maybe it's that we don't want rivals. We don't create them. We don't spill out dating secrets. We keep them to yourself and let guys in the circle be clueless. Is that why we don't want guys to get game? Um, And I think it's just this guy is... Like, do we think, you know, pickup artists are better for women? I think our stance has been very clear forever. I mean, yeah. It, yeah I, no. I don't think we need to state, restate our stance, but no, we, we pickup artists are a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, here, and like even that's a stupid bullshit because like we're literally doing a podcast right now in efforts that yeah, people will. We're not teaching people game because that's like no, but we're teaching people like how to have successful relationships and get laid and, and fuck better. Yeah, but that wouldn't be considered game. That would be considered teaching people to be pussies, according to what these people say. Oh, I misunderstood that quote. I thought it was saying that like. Like, like, let's not teach other people how to be successful. I mean, again, I guess we're teaching the opposite of what yeah, so game is, which is manipulation two... and... Exactly. So that's the thing. You you know when game is referred to by people in the seduction subreddit, they literally mean, like, pull her an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Fucking, how do I get negging, my ex negging, to text negging, back to me? Negging, like, dad. Negging. Like, literally dad. Yeah. Um, and negging. And, like, you know, like, technically some people are like, oh, he's got game. Like, he'll get with people... But when they talk about game, they mean yeah, yeah. like literally pickup artists or whatever the fuck. What's the name then if they don't use that? I, I don't know. I think they still use that. Maybe. Either way. Um, and I think like the difference between, yes, we are doing a sex and dating advice podcast. I don't think we've ever been like, this is how you do it. This is your 10 step program. Unless oh, yeah, we've no, been taking sure. the piss. Yeah. And I feel like that's what game is. It's like it's yeah, a... Yeah. This is a surefire 10-step instruction. This is a, you do this, yes. and it works not for this situation, this situation, every woman. Because as we all know, every single woman is the exact same, right? I mean, if you do those 10 steps, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you leave one out, they might be different, but you do those 10. And that's, if you do those 10. And that's the thing. It's and like if you do the right 10. You can't be like, people from this city are assholes. Oh, um, there was some, actually there was a, uh, I can't remember, I think it was that Roosh guy. Um, the guy who's like banned from half the world. Yeah. That's, so he, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was him who came to Toronto and was like, Toronto women are the worst. And his like whole thing was just like, um, one of them, one of them was like, all the hot ones don't even care about how much money you have. <laughs> it's like, whoa. And it was like, all they wanted to do, like the most important thing for women at the end of the night is going to get food. I'm like, Let's... I've never been prouder of Toronto women right now in oh, my man. life. We should print that out and just like put it it's, on our borders. I like it's literally the craziest thing. Also, he went to the Madison House and he was complaining he that like still didn't the, get, like... the quality of woman. Yeah. I'm like, you went to a bar that's famous for bringing in underage girls. Also, it's a dive bar. Also, it's like you could literally just do anything in there and mm. probably go home with That's someone. The thing. Like, I was leaving with my group of friends one night and like 
Yeah. A group of girls were like, where are you guys going? You have to fight and really then, hard not to yeah, pick like, up with them. <laughs> we literally were just like, she was like, oh, I just broke up my boyfriend. I'm looking for some fun. And we're like, good luck. <laughs> Bye. And they were like, oh, I mean, you guys seem like fun. It's like, we sure are. Have a good night. <laughs> I'm going to go home, uh, cook my bud some food and burn <laughs> myself multiple times. Yeah. Um, and I think that to me is one of the biggest issues is that like you don't treat women like people if you believe in game because you're not saying, hey, you should be nice to people or you should be nice to yourself. You're saying, do this thing, this thing, this thing. Yeah. Get up in their like, And also you promote things like talking to people when they got fucking headphones on, like holding people in place by the arm and like, yeah. It just, like, we've read out, like, we've read out stuff before, like, fucking put them under your sweaty We end every episode. Like, yeah, like, we, we do that, and I haven't had a single person ever say, oh, yeah, no, but they make a good point. Every single person who's listened, oh, we have a fair few at this point, has laughed and been like, yeah, those idiots. I think that should be all the... I will say, though, I've seen some of it work firsthand. Yeah. And that's the scary thing. But that's the thing. It, it like, just because it works occasionally doesn't mean it's good. No, and it doesn't for sure. mean, like, even if it worked 100% of the time, I think it's fucked. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I could be like, hey, you go out with a hammer, hit someone really hard in the head, you get their wallet. That probably work 100% of the time. Doesn't mean it's good. I would end up with a wallet, but, you know? How much money is in the wallet? Everyone has the exact same amount of money. True. If you follow these 10 steps. <laughs> so you're going to have to log on to my website. You're going to have to buy the book, the annual licensing fee, and you have to watch the first 73 videos. And then watch my bullshit Twitter when I start off really racist and then just start moaning <laughs> about my ex and my wife. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's... Mm, it hurts me so much, just in general this whole game thing Mm -hmm. because I'm not here's the thing I'm not against having your tricks you know what I mean like I definitely had the things that I knew worked for me but like my problem is if if, because I don't think your tricks are the same as like a game trick no well that's what I mean it's like I couldn't think of one off the top of my head because I'm so far out of I think even at one point we were talking about like you know if you see a girl at the bar or whatever, you maybe like, oh, hey, how are you doing? How's your night going? And then you would talk to them and then just, like, leave. Yeah. And I guess that could be considered a trick, but it's also just, like, you don't want to just get all up in someone's face yeah. in a fucking, like, public place where they don't know who the fuck you are mm-hmm. and you're a dude and historically not a great track record. Yeah. Um, And, like, yes, could you consider that a trick? Sure, maybe. You could also consider it not being an asshole. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Um, my problem with, like, quote-unquote game mm-hmm. is that it it's quite literally that. It is, like, yeah. it is it is manipulation. It's, like, not true. It's dishonest. You know what I mean? It's, it's sort of like these weird, like, this is how it works. It's, it's acting like women are people. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's like, it, it's as if, sort of, their vaginas are an objective as mm-hmm. opposed to, like connecting with someone and then maybe fostering some sort of relationship yeah. even if it is just a sexual experience yeah, for one evening sex is the best yeah like there's a reason we're all obsessed with it mm-hmm. it's fine and there's nothing wrong with fucking there's nothing wrong with one night stands there's nothing about going nothing wrong with any of that shit but it's how you get there yeah 
And like if, people if you are do in combination through, locks, right? Yeah, if you do it through like a, a means of dishonest manipulation, exactly, then... or, or like, just like, what are the words I'm looking for? Just like intimidation sometimes, yeah. and like you know, conniving, trickery, and just like tri- you know. I'm down for a good bamboozle every now and then, but like you know, I think bamboozle is lighthearted. I, I don't think there's any bam- bad bamboozles. I feel like we don't want to go and just be like, yeah, the whole thing is wrong because like. Unfortunately, a lot of, like, if you do look at, like, game on uh, seduction or whatever, sometimes there's kernels of wisdom hidden in there. Like, a lot of it is like, hey, you should be more confident. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot the, of it is, well, that's like, why I'm you so surprised to hear pickup artists. Physically. Because, like, and... a lot of the modern stuff that I've seen mm-hmm. has been more about, like, self-improvement. Yeah, but have you been on seduction? <laughs> uh, No. I I actively try to avoid it. But like I said, like a lot of it focuses or a lot of like the modern stuff that I've seen has focused very heavily on self-improvement. And it's about like treating your body right and like Mm -hmm. getting your mind in order, getting yourself like your personal life in order. um, And then like sort of profiting off of that self-confidence. Yeah. Which is, um, like, which is fine. I great. Can't, can't fault you know that. What I mean? right? like, I, if, if you go to the gym you know, and get a great body and then you rock that body, mm-hmm. Or even just a better body. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, or even like, fucking awesome. Cool. Great. In the words of Mabim Bam, get your sexy right. Get your sexy right. You know? Yeah. If if you figure out that that sort of like, you know, Rubik's Cube of and what like, you need to do and what, in, mm-hmm. in what order. And even if you're just going to the gym, you're probably going to start feeling better anyway, apart from oh, yeah. maybe crushing self-confidence issues while you're in the gym and everyone's ripped and knows what they're doing and you're yeah. like lifting two weights being like, huh? That's my um, gym experience, but <laughs> that's why I work out at home. I only do my boxing classes that's why I at my climb. gym. Yeah, um, it's like I don't know what. Like I'm, I'm not at a loss of what to do because I'm just like, oh, climb that wall. All right, I can't. I'll work at it more. Oh, I got it. I did something. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I hate lifting weights at the gym. Oh yeah, I just I, like I, I find... have no problem doing my class and like hitting the bags, whatever, because mm. I can punch shit. Um, mm. I mean, not anymore because my hands all fucked. I find um, the classes are good because someone's telling you what to do. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not at a loss. Uh, punching stuff's great because it's punching stuff. But even just like push-ups and like sit-ups and shit, it's like, I find it very hard to do exercise that isn't like fun and or directed towards something, you know? At least if I'm going on a run, like I have a destination or like if I'm yeah. cycling, I'm just cycling. It's, you know. Um, but, I don't even remember what this question was. Why do people not want men to be talking. Oh, game. because it's bullshit. Yeah, it's it is. stupid bullshit that treats women as if they're okay, like cool. a subcategory of human. I've I've been saying this whole time. You were hedging around it. I was waiting for it. Oh yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, if it okay. seemed like I was arguing for game. Yeah, I think I, I feel like initially I thought not that you were, but just that you were hesitant to say that you hated it. But yeah, then no, no, I think no. you were just disgusted for a while and. It took you. Yeah, like, I no. realized about like ten <laughs> seconds in that you weren't just reluctant to say it; you were just so disgusted that it had to be said. Yeah, no. It's, and again, it's bullshit. If your version of game is like to treat people well and like treat yourself well and all that shit, which again, occasional nuggets of wisdom, nothing wrong with that. But if you do think there's like a little combination code of like dragging someone into a corner or confronting them on the street or like wait till they're alone from their friends and then you swoop and yeah. like. You lead them away. Like, we've read this shit before. You know what we're talking about, and it's bullshit. Yep. And people don't want it taught to people because men are bad enough as it is, and women have a hard enough time also, as it is. let's be real. It's it's not people don't want it. It's probably women don't want this. Well, because yeah, it's, it's a it's, multi-million dollar fucking industry for yeah, men. So. Because it's, 
I mean, like women don't want it because you know they I, don't enjoy it. It's not no, it's, it's not it's something awful. that women like. Yeah. So like trying to say like, why don't people want game taught to men yeah. and women being like, we we don't want it. Yeah. And be like, no, 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 ladies. Talk to it's, men. It's good for you. Yeah. I, that's like, the there's thing, a like, crazy, crazy fucking thing to say. If women wanted people men to have game, like there'd probably be women pickup artists being like, hey, this is what you do, as opposed to just like a bunch of weird dudes who are like here's my big tall hat yeah, here, I put them under my blazer I swear I just put them in my sweat cave and yeah. I smooch them and yeah my website's falling apart but I look I got a suit it's like yeah yeah you want to go to my web it, it's still on Geo Cities. yeah it's covered in fucking gifts you, that say under construction do you but, think Dan would be constantly lamenting losing his ex and or wife maybe they're the same I don't know do you think he'd be lamenting them if pickup artist shit worked yeah I don't think so. It's very strange because I went on his site and it still says that he's like happily married. So I feel like that hasn't been updated or he's just like using the secret to project his hopes and dreams and yeah. he still hasn't. I don't know. Maybe his... he's got another wife. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. He's just got like a standby wife who just to <laughs> listen to him talk about his ex all the time. <laughs> he just didn't add her on Twitter. Um, but also like I think the majority of our listeners are women. So that could probably indicate where we're at in this situation. Like, yeah. I think that's probably a glowing indicate. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. And it's... hopefully they agree. And again, if you don't, let us know. Yeah, I... I yeah. I don't think anyone does. I don't think anyone's ever uh, come at me with a, a, a disagreement. I'm sure there's some things someone has been like, nope. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, this comes from Reddit user, Empty Weather. Oh, Boyfriend is into degradation, and so am I, but I'm sort of scared of how it affects our relationship. So my boyfriend is into calling me names, slut, bitch, etc., and being rough with me. Uh, when we're in the moment, I'm all for it, but a part of me is worried that he'll think less of me for it. Uh, he's always been very respectful to me, and uh, in and out of bed, and if I told him I'm not into something, he'd stop without question. The thing is, though, uh, sometimes who... I get worried that guys who are in love with a girl wouldn't want to do these things to her, and that maybe he's internally judging me for being into all this and doing degra- or degrading things for him. I mean, yeah, I'm fun, but not a proper lady or marriage material or whatever. I know my question sounds a bit ridiculous because we have an amazing sex life and we're both very pleased with how well our kinks match, but these thoughts keep me coming back. Um, so I guess I'd just love to hear about male mindset. And wanting to uh, degrade your partner. If it was 1910, maybe. But I don't think anyone's like, proper wife material. But also, like, it's it's not a rare kink at all. Like, a lot of people are into it. I think, and I think the key to this question is, he's always care. been very respectful to me in and out of bed. Mm-hmm. And if I told him I'm not into something, he stops without question. Yeah, no, that all seems fine. That like it, it seems like it's a it's a her thing. Like as far as I'm aware, like they're both into it. Yeah. Both consensual. It's literally very good. And he has never shown any signs of taking that further either in abusing her uh subservience or whatever or yeah. literally degrading her without her consent or being mean to her in a Yeah, allowing basis. that to like bleed into Yeah. So that all sounds life. really positive. So the remaining problem is her mindset and her, uh, co- like, I guess, self-confidence about the issue. Yeah. Um, which, that's fair, I guess. So I think maybe, like, aftercare is, like, a really good thing after you guys degrade each other. 
Um, yeah, you and, know, and it, it's it's one of those things where like you if if your kink sort of retroactively makes you feel terrible, perhaps you're not as into it as you think you are. Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where like if. If you're thinking that he thinks less of you and has no, showed no signs of it, mm-hmm. then maybe maybe this is sort of maybe more performative, and you maybe. think you're you think you're like sort of slotting yourself into a, a desire that uh, that he wants. Yeah, maybe you know what it could just be. She's not as accepting of it uh, as she might grow to be. Yeah, which I get. Like kink shaming is a thing, and people not 100%. accepting their kinks, and people like learning to accept them and, like, working through them and all this shit. But also, like, you know, the fact that she's, like, talking about wife material and shit, that's not really a her thing. That's a society thing. Yeah. And, like, I guess I get it, but, like, picture it this way. Imagine he's with a girl that didn't like those things or whatever. He wouldn't have a very fulfilled sex life, which is a very important part of a relationship. So... Yeah. Or he could be doing the opposite, where she couldn't be into it, and mm. he would still do it regardless. Yeah. Like, we've had questions like that, where, mm. like, it's like... You know, their part, whatever partner yeah. isn't into something, but the partner keeps doing it. Like the guy whose balls were bleeding or whatever. Remember the guy who's pissing blood because his wife kept like hitting him in the nuts or whatever. Oh man, I forgot about that one. Um, and I was okay with it, like okay with forgetting it. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's it's one of those things. You, I think you have to sort of take a moment and just trust your partner. You yeah. Know what I mean, if if he's treating you really well and knows your limits and knows your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, and has always respected those, and you both, you know, yeah. And then if if outside of the world, like in in the in the non bedroom world, mm-hmm. he's treating you he's with f- the utmost respect. I th- you've hit a fucking gold mine. Yeah, he's a freak in the sheets, but to him in the streets, you're a lady, and that's I, fine. And that's I think that's the kind of the thing. It's like mm-hmm. in the bedroom, if you want to be a slut, if if that you know what I mean, I if, do. If if he's your if or if you're his slut. Mm-hmm. Great, but that doesn't necessarily a dangerous mean word, that, like, Dane. Not really. Not if she's into it. No, and that's the thing. It's like um, whatever you want to do. But then, if bed. like if you switch it around, and then like in the day to day life, if you're his honey, his baby, his sweetie, his mm-hmm. babe, his whatever, um, if that if that doesn't bleed in, I think it's very clear that he knows the boundaries yeah. of of what this, uh, you know, quote unquote degradation mm-hmm. is. You know what I mean? He knows it's restricted to the bedroom during sex and during like sort of intimate. Um, just you and him. Mm-hmm. If if at no point in time has he ever sort of like tried to humiliate you in public, I think it's very clear that like yeah. he he understands the boundaries of this kink. And if you're not sure how he feels mm-hmm. about it, Talk to him. we we say this all the time. But communication, communicado, communicado. Talk uh, to him no, and be like, hey, I'm worried that like this might bleed into how you think about me. Mm-hmm. Outside sure of the bedroom, I'm sure he'd be very sad to hear that. Yeah, and like, like I'm sure by the sounds of it. Good dude, probably going to reassure you yeah. that he's got it under control, and his his actions seem to support that uh, mentality. Yeah, and, and like it, I I don't know, I feel like it's residual societal guilt or something else, or even just like a self confidence issue coming out in this way. But like talking about like wife material and shit, like that's the way you're saying it, and in this uh, context, is as if everybody who's married just has vanilla sex. Yeah, everyone who's married just you know, missionary, no butt stuff, no bad words, equal playing field, boom. That, that's not true. Yeah, I, I'm, there are people I promise who you, if you grade the shit out oh, of each yeah. other who I are promise married. you that, like, on any given day, if you go to a sex club, 
I would say a good percentage of the people there are married or in like a very, very committed mm-hmm. monogamous relationship. Probably. Or maybe not monogamous. all of them. Um, or at least like long term. Yeah. Like long term they're, committed, they're committed, whether monogamous yeah. or polyamorous. Um, that it's, yeah, it, it, you can get married to a woman who is a fucking freak. Yeah. Or a dude Honestly, a freak. that's the dream. <laughs> that is the thing. It's like, if wife material is just someone who's like, eh. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. No one, I don't think anyone wants yeah, that. Yeah. And like, if it's his fetish. But here's the thing. Like, he probably loves you more because you guys are able to like achieve what you both want sexually together. Because again, that's the dream. It so is. So if like... <laughs> Take a look at the, any the, the dating or the sex or the dead bedroom subreddit on oh, Reddit, God, yeah. and, and take a look at all the people who currently aren't being sexually fulfilled, and realize that you've hit the jackpot by finding someone who, like, almost you know Lego esque, yeah, matches with your fucking kink. Like you guys fit together perfectly yeah. in this situation. I mean, if you're and both into it. That's I mean, not common. Yeah, and if you're satisfied, why would they not be? Yeah. Unless either one of you is faking the kink, which don't do, but like literally happy, bad, happy marriage head. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in yeah. both senses. Um, like sex is a massive part of a relationship. So like if you guys are doing it right, then that, you don't have to worry about yeah, that keep shit. Keep doing it right. And again, if it does start to bleed over into real life, then yeah, you got to like address it. But either way, come on the car though. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be one thing if, if like, you know, you guys were out at like a luncheon and he's like hey slut give me another beer yeah. you know what I mean like if if that's kind of the thing and you're just like Whoa. and even then might that be fun I don't know Um, I mean that's yeah if, if you're into that then fucking also fine but like it, I don't know it seems like he's very very respectful of boundaries and maybe if it's just a matter of sitting down and being like just getting reassurance. Here, here are my boundaries for mm. this, and I want to make sure this isn't bleeding over, and I want to make sure this isn't going to taint our relationship from, like, a committal or, like, long-term mm-hmm. standpoint. Again, judging by this dude, it sounds like he's probably going to, like, be tell you, tell you, you how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So I, I address it if, it's, if, you, if you're that concerned about it. Bring it up. Yeah. Um, or review his behavior and sort of, or like any partner's behavior, if you're a woman listening or a man listening to this, vice versa. Um, and just sort of take people on their word. You know what I mean? Like let their actions and their words speak for themselves. Um, because there doesn't seem to be any sort of evidence that he's going to let this bleed into anything other than his bedroom life. All right, hit me. All right. Uh, pick one, two, or three. Three. Okay. This is from Wanna Cry Throwaway. <laughs> Aw. It's actually a pretty serious question. Um, I was crying. You fucking dirtbag. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, 30-year-old male, denied sex from my 27-year-old female wife. I caused World War Three. Backstory. Wife and I have a three-year-old daughter. Wife's been getting her master's for two years. I work as a cybersecurity analyst. Our relationship is on the fritz for various reasons. Dad duties include the following. Feed my daughter, dinner every night, give her a bath, read her a bedtime story, labor until she sleeps. I've done this her entire life and don't expect a gold star for doing what dads are supposed to do. My wife wasn't getting her master's, so she sometimes comes home late from school, working out or getting drinks with friends. 
I drive my daughter to daycare, attached to my job, every day. Again, not asking for sympathy, this is what dads do. I get home and don't get time to breathe until she's asleep. She has the freedom to say, oh yeah, I'm going out tonight, I'll be back late. I don't have that freedom. I pay for a majority of the bills. One point it was on me to pay for daycare and car payment, and to say I'm stressed all the time is an understatement. Family and hers had a falling out years ago, so... Or my family and her had a falling out a year ago. So if I want to go somewhere or do something, it's my responsibility to take my daughter to my parents. Her mom duties are get her ready in the morning, make breakfast, lunch. Trying to initiate sex is brutal. She's either too tired or not in the mood. She only wants to have sex when she comes home drunk with her friends. Outside of that, she would never try to have sex. If she does, it's can I just lay on my side? I want to sleep. Yikes. Yesterday, she goes out. She goes, oh, going out tonight with gym friends. Be back late. Doing nightly dad duties every single night is exhausting. So when she tells me this, I don't respond to her texts. So annoyed her, I just don't want to talk to her to cause another pointless fight. Gets home drunk, starts making out with me. Again, only when she's drunk. Lays on me, asks, let's go have sex. I tell her no. World War Three ensues. Who are you fucking? Who do you think you are? Yada yada. Mind you, no is her middle name. We argue. Her response is, you don't care about yourself. You don't dress well and genuinely don't care about anything outside of your daughter. I have my demons and think I'm battling serious depression. So I understand she's not 100% to blame, but still. I walk on eggshells in my house in fear my wife will cut my dick off. If she's stressed, she uses me as her punching bag. I'm not sure what to do. Trying to talk to her is dangerous as she freaks out whenever I try to talk about her stuff. And further down, uh, he does in the comments point out that she has struck him in the face during these arguments oh. in front of their daughter. So so it's their daughter, right? Like yeah, It's not yeah. his daughter. No, it's their from... daughter, yeah. Sorry, this one was... Why really... did I pick three? Can I go back and pick another question? One was Can... really light. Yikes. Holy shit. Yeah. But I think, like, uh, like, you know, physical abuse when it's the woman versus the man. Um, like, it's kind of a reversal of a lot of roles. And it's a really horrible situation. And I think this person clearly needs help. So I, I did think it was important. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a significant lack of resources for men who are in abusive relationships. Yeah. Um, in, in comparison, again, I'm not, I don't want to draw a comparison of like, but more women are like, you know, yeah. I mean? like that's, yeah. that's, I'm not trying to make this a pissing contest. And that's misery. the thing, like, uh, you know, like it, it's always one of those things where like, I get it. It's a really sensitive subject. And like talking about it understandably brings people's ire up. And I get it. Cause we're also pissed off that women need those services too. Yeah. Uh, more than pissed off. Um, but it doesn't mean men shouldn't also have them is, is the only thing yeah. I think we would also say. And that it does suck that there are a lot of men out there who are in situations like this and don't have any really avenues to go. Because I know I've read a fucking million uh, questions where it's like called the cops and finally told them that she was abusing me. And they were like, they laugh six foot. What yeah. are you doing? I was like. And it's like one of those things. It's like, what? What are my options yeah. to like fight my wife? Like, yeah, like, I could overpower. probably beat her in a fight. But it's like, yeah, I could. One hundred percent take don't want to my girlfriend in a fight. Depending. But like, um, yeah, but either way, it's it's fucked. It's like, don't. Why would you say that? It's like you're promoting him to be violent back. Yeah. Like, good job, cops. Well, I mean, yeah, the, I mean, that's kind of like the thing, right? It's there's all those fucking bullshit like YouTube videos where it's like, we switched the script and like. They do one where it's like the guy yelling at the girl, like everyone sort of mm -hmm. rushes to her aid. And there's the other one where it's like the girl hitting the guy and like everyone takes their phones out and laughs and takes yeah, pictures yeah. and like takes videos and stuff. And it's like that's sort of a really fucked up situation oh, yeah. where where it's sort of we 
don't really give a shit if men are abused. And like, I've definitely gone into conversations with people, um, about, um, like media image and media portrayal and sort of like the way that men are sexualized differently than women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, I'm always very clear being like, I understand that's a very different, uh, sexualization mm-hmm. and they're very different sort of like whatever, but it's like, there are still issues. Like, I think it's, I can't remember the, the exact percentages, but the, the differing, uh, percentage between the men and women who have like body dysmorphia or like eating disorders is, is very, very slim. Mm-hmm. Like it's, um, like we all know people and all have been in situations where we've, you know, had body image issues or whatever. So like, and, and I know that seems strange considering this question, but my point is, is that like, it's, it's very strange how we've like, we always draw a line in the sand between like men's issues and women's issues. And, and more often than not, they're very, very similar, mm-hmm. um, and should be treated as well, such. The, and, the root cause is the same. So it really fucks over any work towards fixing that when yeah. you're just like oh man have wait what man have what issue we have a worse and it's like i'm not saying you don't yeah but can, can men not also have an issue that's, that's the thing it's, like, it's 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 very strange like it's it's hard for a lot of dudes because it's it's almost always met with sort of like this like i said like oh, it's a terrifying pissing, a pissing contest of misery you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's almost always like mm-hmm. a we have it worse and it's like i know you do but i'm also fucked right now yeah um and it's, it's sort of like, I've actually had a woman say that like, not enough men have suffered for me to care before. And like, she quickly deleted that comment when I called her out for it. Mm-hmm. But like, that was, that was the sort of sentiment behind yeah. a lot of the people who were sort of disagreeing with me on that, on that topic. And yeah. I'm just like, what is the percentage of like male victims mm-hmm. for you to care about yeah, something. That's an insane thing to say. And it, it sucks because it does pit people against each other who are all suffering from the same problem more so than dealing with the people making the problem when you're just like, you know, or the societal functions making the problem or whatever. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like a men versus women thing when it's like, can we not all just agree this sucks? And yeah, that domestic help? violence is the issue. Yeah. That like abusive partners are the issue. Yeah. And it's not a men versus woman thing. And, again, and I understand that the, the statistics are different and I understand that like... Situations the, are different. The yeah, the societal is different, roles. The danger is different. But I like, understand all that. But like if a, a unified front, if, if like men knew that they could rely on women mm-hmm. and women knew they could rely on the men that were on their side, yeah. that were allies, like that is a much stronger position and that's sort of like the the point I've been making with all the, the recent like abortion shit, mm-hmm. where like I've seen so many memes where it's like women can go to jail for um, like having abortion, might as well kill a guy. I'm like, I, I just don't understand where people yeah, sort of I, like I get it. Like people are angry and they want a thing, but it's I like I totally get it, and I understand that like there's a part of this sort of like absurdist. Uh, rationale where people are being like, "This is how crazy you are." Yeah, that this and is to sort be of fair. Like, yeah, you you may as well, I guess. If it, like it is thing, that yeah. insane that like it's it's I, and I understand those sort of things, but I'm also like, there there's a lot of dudes on your side the same way that like there are a lot of women on men's side when they're mm-hmm. the victims of abuse, um, and that's kind of what we should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. Well, especially like because you get shitty situations. Like remember when we started the podcast and we had mentioned toxic masculinity. And people we knew, or at least one person I knew, very aggressively, like, attacked me and was like, oh, why, why the fuck, like, blah, 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 started going off. And essentially, he agreed with 
people's definition of toxic masculinity. Like, he agreed that, like, pickup artists were bad. He agreed that, like, X was bad and Y was bad and yeah. Z. But to him, when you say toxic masculinity, you're saying, fuck all men. Like, yeah, mas- masculinity is yeah, toxic. masculinity. And, you that's, know, and, and that's the point I've made a bunch of times where I'm just like, I wish we could rebrand that, not from a conceptual point of view, but from sort of like a marketing point of view, where, like, more people will be on board with the concept of toxic masculinity mm-hmm. if we switch the name to like toxic socialization, toxic sexuality, toxic. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we because then it, like people and I get it. Like when I was younger and heard the term, I was like, "Hey!" And this thing, it's like it, it doesn't make any sense to sort of like draw a line in the sand because like women partake in yeah toxic everybody behavior and and it's sort of all thrown under the blanket or like the the umbrella term Mm -hmm. of toxic masculinity it's just like i i understand and i like again conceptually i understand the point and what this means Mm -hmm. but for the people that we want to get on our side which is the people who aren't currently on our side it's the terminology that's yeah that's the first hurdle undercutting people who literally agree with you just because they think it means something else which is like whatever i know it's not necessarily on people to educate other people and all that, but at the same time, if you can make a simple change and just yeah. avoid Dave, it's sort of who the... didn't really read that Jezebel article from getting pissy. Yeah, that's fine. It's the same thing. Like if you turned switched it around to like being like racial privilege mm-hmm. as as opposed to white privilege, a lot of people like it, it. There's that sort of like initial sort of defensive mechanism when you think, especially if yeah. you're like if you're white. But are living in poverty and it, like yeah. have never sort of like found quote unquote privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, you initially get defensive about it, despite not quite understanding the full concept. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if you if you change like things to more blanket terms and less directed terms, people are gonna be more willing to accept yeah. them. There's still gonna be a bunch of people being assholes about it. One hundred percent. But they're the always world, is. unfortunately. But I I honestly do think a lot of people would uh, like just. And stop that knee jerk, like, hey, that's the thing. Like, me, something, something as simple as being like toxic sexualization, toxic socialization, whatever you want to call it. All those guys who, you know, for whatever reason, wouldn't initially like agree, but already agree with the concept, just not, you know what I mean, just get turned off by the phrase. You now have all of them on your side, yeah, which I think is a pretty big chunk of people, a huge chunk of people. Mm -hmm. Um, but anytime you suggest it, like, I suggested, um, uh, just being like, oh, hey, like toxic masculinity has it is is problematic in its in its phrasing, mm-hmm. and here are the reasons why. Pretty much all the things I just said, and people are like, you're a misogynist. Yeah, and it's like, like, oh, oh no, fuck you're doing sake. the opposite. Way <laughs> it's like it's not the point. And it's like there's, and there is just sort of like a general lack of nuance discussion that happens anymore. Like people yeah. are people are just sort of like this side and this side, and like any sort of area in the middle mm-hmm. is completely unthinkable yeah which is the worst for any argument i think because then even if you're near the middle or you're like willing to like work or compromise or could be swayed even if you're a little iota to the left you're left if If, you're you're one if you're one notch to the right you're on their side whereas i don't want to be if you open that not that i am on the right um no you're not (laughs) you are definitely not um yeah if you open your spectrum if you open sort of your your arms to the Mm -hmm. gray area to be able to scoop more people yeah, up onto your side gray. and and the people who are on the extreme right are going to be seen as extreme Insane, yeah. as opposed to just sort of That's like thing. this when is one side and that extreme, side there is no 
There's no middle. Like, you can be fucking insane, and you can be just kind of like, oh, I guess. And, like, oh, my dad's a Republican. And you're the same. Yeah. Like, um, we got derailed, but... We did. Um, yeah. The, this dude is in a bad situation. This question, it sounds like he just needs to take his daughter and bounce. Yeah, but, it sounds again, like he would lose the custody battle because he's a dude. Or at least 70, 80, whatever. Yeah. That's a stupidly high figure. I and mean, that's another fucking part of this, which we... Thing. Just, you know, um, it would. I mean, like he's he's got some things on his side. Just being like, well, you know what I mean. Like I, my work provides the daycare. Yeah, I think you what I mean? what you need to do is to be be smart about something like this. And like, if you can get recordings of, you know, keep text messages. She's like, oh, I'm I'm out drinking again. I'm out drinking again. Yeah. Um, if she's yelling, like maybe record the conversation. If there's like noted times when you are with your daughter, like take note of those times and you can be like, look, I was with my daughter eight hours out of, you know, the nine she was awake and yeah, yeah, she got lunch and whatever. And like, be fair. I don't think skewing the results is going to help your favor. Like if you, if you have a legitimate, like beneficial relationship and your wife doesn't, um, that'll stand more to you than if you try and under underplay what she does. Yeah. Um, if you can get, any of the aggressive things either on video or, you know, but it's one of those things where you need to make sure, I think that you don't go off half cocked um, and don't, but again, don't put yourself in danger either. You know? Yeah. It, it might be worth looking into sort of maybe like legal aid for single fathers who are in abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that exists. Hopefully you're in a city where it exists. I'm sure yeah. in like smaller towns and cities, that's probably not a thing, but like if you're in a, a, a bigger city, it might be a resource, maybe even like a national yeah, uh, resource that you might like want to look into. And if you do contact a lawyer, at least before, like they'll give you a better indication. Obviously, we're not lawyers; we don't really know yeah. how any of these things play out. If if the worst comes to worst, but like they will be able to direct you. Like, cool, keep keep a track of X, keep track of Y. Yeah, um, and like just make sure your daughter's safe because I don't really know what their relationship is like. But by the sounds of it, you know, it's not ideal either. No, um, and just like. It's good that you're looking for help. Um, yeah, it's it's a know. scary situation because, like, it, it's one of those things where it's like you know the mother isn't fit, or at least it doesn't sound like she's yeah. fit to take care of a child. And like, if if you look at statistics, if you if you sort of like start that battle, there's a good chance you're going to lose, and she's going to yeah. like the, also, the daughter who seems to be your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you're doing most of the work, so like even if you're a single dad, you're probably you're still doing everything. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you'll be out much at yeah. this point. Um Yeah. And I think even like tied to this is like the general thing. If you don't want to have sex, you don't have to have sex. Man or woman. So Oh that absolutely, was, yeah. Because that was like the general thing. But yeah. again, it's kinda rare we get the question flipped around. Yeah. Um and especially if like if they come home intoxicated, yeah. like and also if they start yelling at you, like when like that's so fucked up like if the roles were reversed here people would be calling the police on this question yeah like, 100%. Th- there would be no que- there would be no discussion there would be no caveats no us taking time to talk about statistics and society and like yeah. please don't lacerate us for this it would be yeah 100% yeah no way not at all no questions no talking no hedge your bets you know maybe definitely I'd be safe but and not maybe, definitely, I'd be safe. Yeah. But, you know, so I just, like, if you are in a situation similar to this, like, don't 
feel that you can't, like, you're no less of a person if you're admitting to abuse on either side of the scale, you know? Uh, it doesn't matter what size or what gender you are. Yeah. If you're being abused, you're being abused. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I know it's a sad, heavy one, but... uh. I feel like I we've just, been ending a lot on, like, really heavy episodes. I'm not ending really... it. Well, we're at an hour. I just I just want people to be safe and, uh, you know... I hope uh, I hope it works out for this dude. Do you have a quick happy one? I, d- I definitely do not. Okay, I have one if you want. Okay, yeah, hit me with that. I don't know if we can just pop back to a fun one, can we? Try oh, me. Oh, you know what? Try me. Maybe we'll do our new segment. We'll do this quick, and then we'll do our new segment. We have a new segment? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is from user JickX21. Guys, do you like girls who laugh at your jokes? Nope. Next. <laughs> This might be a stupid question, but I have a friend who always laughs at guys' jokes. It's very emotive, slash her face can make any expression, depending on the story. Whoa. Think Amelia Clark. <laughs> guys always seem to like her. Describe her as funny and charming, even though she never makes jokes herself. Are girls who laugh at your jokes instantly more attractive? I think girls that look like Amelia Clark are attractive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is a This is a question based on jealousy. <laughs> This is a head scratcher, if you ask me. Yeah. It are the jokes she laughs that funny? I mean that. Yeah, that's the question. It, like, is she just sort of like some. laughing at everything? Because that maybe she's just really easy to please. I don't know. Maybe she has hysteria. Yeah, it might just. I don't like. Fuck this question. I hate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's the worst. It's like, what dumb shit is this? Like, it. Nobody dislikes when people laugh at their jokes. I think we can... Yeah. Unless... like No I'm one's like, like, oh, you found that funny? I, I've made some terrible Stupid. jokes and then been sad when people laugh at them, but that's beside the point. Like, that's a dumb fucking question. You just want us to say your friend is only attractive to men because she does that. Fuck off. Your friend probably has some other shit going on. Also, if she looks like Amelia Clark... Yeah, no, I think it's more she can make any facial expression similar to Amelia Clark, but also she has like two expressions for the whole show. And I'm... I'm going to go out on the limb here. I she has feel to like, like... Talk to the manager face. I feel like everyone is capable of making every expression. Oh, I can't be sad. That's true. I've never seen you sad. No, it's not working. You just look happy. No, still look happy. That's not happy either. It, all your expressions are happy now. I, I hate to break it to you. Only when I'm around you. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, is she just, like, straight up, like, mean mugging? Like, well, that's the thing. It's to like, you, is she the oh, opposite? so I was walking down the street. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I uh, tripped. Oh, no. Like, what's happening in these stories? <laughs> I would love, like, is this person just such a facial acrobat that maybe they don't even, like, find her attractive. Maybe they just want her around because she does every expression. Or maybe it's like a, maybe she's contorting her face, yeah, so like yeah. actually like ditto esque, like yeah. act out the scene. Well, maybe it's just like, damn, them cheek muscles must be real good. Yeah, them holy. lip. Mu- like if Did you're you just unhinge every... your jaw to show me how surprised you are. Oh shit! I actually had a user question that I forgot to do. Sorry, we'll get to you next week, Ocelot. Oh no. Um, uh, yeah, so we're giving everyone else time to catch up because you're you're climbing up the leaderboards. Um, so we got a new segment. Okay. Are you ready for sex science? Sex science? Are you ready for sex science? Only, only if you do that every time. All right. So this is, uh, this is from the Daily Star. 
Okay. And uh, the headline is, Dinosaur is not killed by asteroid, but by shortage of sex lakes in capitals. Sex lakes? Mm Mm-hmm. A sex lake shortage, not an asteroid hit. Spelled the end of dinosaurs, says a new theory. Mm-hmm. Controversial dinosaur re- professor. Oh, sorry. Controversial dinosaur researcher professor. Don't think that's a title, but yep. Brian J. Ford has ruffled feathers in the paleontology world before with his theories about dinosaurs. And it's now, always about them fucking. Now he's gone one further. He claims the reason the huge beast became extinct when so many other forms of life survived is because they were dependent on sex lakes. Mm-hmm. Also, great image. Nice. Um, T-Rex is about to fuck those raptors. Rather than the faithful asteroid is generally believed to have ended the dinosaur's reign, you know, by like everyone else. He says continental drift pulled apart super continents on which the dinos lived spelled the end for the shallow lakes they depended on for reproduction. He believed they were so heavy and bulky they could only successfully mate when partly supported by the buoyancy of water. As the continents drifted, the shallow lake shrank and the dinosaur's ecosystem disappeared. Mm-hmm. They could only evolve wading in shallow water to take their weight. Once the Earth's surface changed, their environment disappeared, and so did they. That's pretty much it. So this guy, this bad boy of dinosaurs. The bad boy dinosaur researcher professor. professor. Yeah. Um... I like to think of this as sort of like a mixture of Ross Geller from Friends and, and Chris Pratt. I would also love to know how he, like, he was just like, is there any other science to back up this sex lake thing? Or is he just like, how would they fuck? The only way I can think of it well, I think... is balloons tied to their backs to lift them up. Or or they didn't have balloons. Where did all the helium come from? The asteroid. <gasps> Sex legs. Sex legs. But like, it's also, gotta be sex legs. Imagine a T Rex fucking. That I don't think we describe that as shallow anymore. I think we just describe that as a lake. Also, most lakes start shallow anyway. Are you dumb that like... a T Rex isn't just how do giraffes fuck? <laughs> how do elephants fuck? Right? These how are do rhinos these, fuck. These are big boys. Yeah. And they're fucking just fine. And Unless the they're thing. fucking in lakes. I don't know. Are they having sex with lakes? I'm I'm not a giraffologist. Well, uh you mean a Giraffe, Sorry, a giraffe research giraffe professor. Yeah, I'm not a giraffe research professor. Um, that's the thing. This doesn't make sense because let's say I was like, "Yo, you can only fuck in a lake," and then the continents drift apart. Drifted apart. One, there was still water on Earth. Two, there were still seashores. Three, there were still other lakes. Also, I'm assuming. At which I point, don't understand. You just yeah. walk in a bit, and you're you're still there. Once you go too far or stay out too far, you just go in. And I can't can imagine fuck. that the. The like was every lake on this like sort of like rift in which the continent split. That's the thing. Something also, tells me it's not that like the world wasn't just covered in like eighteen feet of water. Also, some dinosaurs weren't that big. Yeah, you're saying that like oh the T Rexes died, so the small ones weren't being eaten anymore, so they just stopped fucking. Yeah, I mean That's like, the only where thing are those that little turned acid on? spitter guys from Jurassic Park. It's the they only thing that turned on any small dinosaur yeah, was like seeing pandas. someone get bitten by a t-rex and they're like or they need to see t-rexes fucking oh shit. t-rexes were the porn stars of oh, the dino like, world to be fair i'm pretty sure there's at least 18 porn stars called t-rex and i'm three of them <laughs> right shit maybe this thing is like every, fucking... everyone was like wait the, the t-rex aren't fucking anymore Aww. oh fucking forget it wait, wait, wait. put your dick back in your pants all the girls like the biggest dicks died Aww. Mm, nah Little venom spitter guys are like, yo, what up? (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I, I just saw that, and there's like, I don't even know how I found that. There's like, what the fuck? It found you. Yeah. So I'm glad we could uh, elucidate on this, and we could just invigorate your mind. I'm gonna think about sex lakes. I hope so. Pretty much infinitely. Now. Also, like infinite sex lakes <laughs> episode title, but also like a fucking in water isn't good for you. Maybe that's what killed them. Yeah. They're just, they just shooting their load in lakes. Yeah, it's dirty, dirty lakes. All backed up in their... Ugh. All right. <laughs> I thought you were going to be... It was like dinosaur AIDS. That's where I thought that, that question was going. Was there was some sort of like dinosaur STD that was Probably just... would have made more sense, Ravaging really. everyone. All right. Now, our... Man, you have all the end segments. Then fucking come up with one. All right, I will. Ugh. Sorry. Ugh. You, re- you comfy? Mm-hmm. This is the age of magic. Oh, shit. By Ben Okri. When they slipped into the sex lake. No. Damn it. <laughs> when his hand brushed her nipple, it tripped a switch and she came alight. He touched her belly and his hand seemed to burn through her. He lavished on her body indirect touches and bittersweet sensations fluttered her brain. She became aware of places in her that could only have been concealed there by a god with a sense of humor. Adrift on warm currents, no longer of this world, she became aware of him gliding into her. He loved her. <laughs> I can literally only picture this guy in goggles and a bright helmet, literally on a glider, like, <laughs> He loved her with gentleness and strength, stroking her neck, praising her face with his hands, till she was broken up and began a low, rhythmic wail. She was a little overwhelmed with being the adored focus of such power as he rose and fell. She felt certain now that there was a heaven and that it was here in her body. The universe was in her, and with each movement it unfolded to her. But that guy got a magic dick, eh? Yeah, no, this is the age of magic. Jesus. Yeah. Also, why is everyone like on fire and burning? Yeah, everyone has... Like a terrible disease. So what sense of humor? It's like God's like <laughs> vagina. Yeah. Or the, maybe they're just like nipples everywhere. Lul. He's just like rubbing his hand. Just, around. I was oh like, oh, man, hey, nipples. what's that? That'd be what's great. That? You'd be like an American football. He could grip you so easily. Mm, I would like you to rethink the idea of a woman covered in nipples because that's disgusting. Yeah. But you could always suck one from any angle. Yes. You could, like, fucking suck someone's nipple while you're doing them doggy style. We've all wanted to do that. Nope. <laughs> just, nope. I, ugh, ugh. I'm thinking of, oh, just a person covered in nipples and I hate it. You'd be so grippy. You could climb, like, any wall. Just what? wrap your body. What are you talking about? If nipples, you were... nipples are not sticky. Yeah, but if you had nipples, you'd be, like, ribbed. If they were all over you, you'd be like the little nubbins on American football. You'd have such good grip. Have you ever seen a fucking football just roll itself up a hill? It doesn't stick if you put it on a surface. Yeah, footballs don't have appendages and also aren't alive. Nine times out of ten. Yeah, but imagine your hands are covered in nipples. It would suck. To it would hurt so anybody. much. Every try climbing something. Yeah, I'm not you've saying, seen what happens to your hands. I'm not saying it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't help. I'm, it would help. If you oh, could, it would not. If, if every you time you numb, grab something, I've seen your hands after you've gone climbing yeah. and they're torn well, to shit. Imagine what? that was your Guess nipples. What? Imagine every now time it feels like shit. that Harry Potter Look pen. Look at that. Feel how hard that is. Now that imagine, would be how hard my nips would get. Imagine the Harry Potter pen that, like, as they write it, it, like, scratches into yeah. their arm, the, like, the umbrage pen and then or whatever. You use that wound except to climb a wall. 
Ugh. Did you not look at any of Goblet of Fire? Oh, the part where fucking Cedric became a nipple man. <laughs> yeah, when he became a nipple man and cut his own arms. And <laughs> That's how he won that wall. swimming challenge. He just covered himself in nipples. That's the thing. You twist nipples, those nips. Nipples can breathe underwater. They can. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> and that's been the real sex science. <laughs> well, you have to guess which one is real. Oh, Niall's yeah. sex science or my sex science? Oh, we should do that. Um, Fuck, I should have let you know about the sex I likes. just, I did it anyway. That's Nipples fair. can breathe underwater. Oh, yeah, obviously. Um, well, you think fish have so many. Exactly. Scales? No, 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 no. They're covered in fish nibbles. Yeah. Um, let's end this yeah we need to goodbye Uh, thank you very much for listening bye as always it's been a pleasure Uh, I hope you've had as much fun as we've had bye bye Uh, it's been so good bye (laughs) if you have a question bye you can hit us up on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies or you can find us on uh, Facebook FCK buddies podcast you can hit us up on Gmail at uh, fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com I think that's it I think it's all the ways you can get a hold of us uh, you can, yeah. if you stand on top of the second largest hill closest to the sun to the sun um, and, and scratch yell, your nipple arm yeah if you if you somehow manage to grow a third nipple if you flick that nipple whilst screaming your question we will hear it yeah um, don't do it too loud and not at night if we're trying to sleep and don't scream nipple scratch yell porn at us yes please don't send us porn Stop. and or shout porn at us from the second highest tower from uh, the sun um, thank you Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for your song Paper Stars yeah um, as always we're gonna end this podcast with I don't even know what to call him anymore just Dan I guess everyone knows who Dan is at this point and if you don't Go. Um, now you know. We we say his articles in jest. Yes. We do not hold true to the the thoughts and feelings wrapped up within them, and that is not our bag. That is not our desired way to act around ladies. That is not, in fact, uh, our values. The things we see when we look in the mirror. It is not us. It's not who we are. You know what I see when I look in the mirror? Nipples. Just nipples Just everywhere. Nips. I think he might have. He's stopped again. And the last one we've gotten the 16th of April. Shit. So maybe he's just finally. No. I know. Every time we say this, he's just like. He's just powering up. He's literally rewriting the million ways he can. He's just say sort that of like submerged ex. himself into like a bath of like Axe body spray. He's, he's playing. Party, house party. House party. <laughs> new post. Well, it's it's from 2017, but it says new post. How to convince my ex to attend counseling to fix our relationship. <laughs> Damn, this has been going on for two years. Damn. The, oh, this is on the, released on the same day. New post. My ex seems to get upset at anything I say to her these days. Yeah, because you're asking her to attend counseling to get back with you. Oh, man. My name is Dave Miller. And I am Nas Ping. And we are, as always, your fuck buddy. Oh!